This is good, like doing this with like another podcaster. Usually I start a podcast and I convince somebody <laughs> that is not used to it. And then <laughs> Well, I'm not like that used to it yet. I mean, I've been doing it for a while now, but like it's it hasn't been a year yet, so <laughs> Oh, you're doing good. You're doing good already. You already have the zero down. That's the that's the hardest part. <laughs> well, see, I'm a very technical person, so like things like that I can I can get down pat pretty fast it's it's the like the human interaction part that i have the issue (laughs) i actually wrote show notes today for the other podcast that i do and and my co-host is going to wonder what it's about but i literally just put that i am the king of awkward conversation (laughs) today I, i i went to the gas station and there was a guy there that i knew from high school and i just i don't know i don't I just, I felt like I had to say something to him, but I really didn't know what to say. And, and so I just came up with, I remembered that he played music in high school. So I was just like, uh, are you still playing music with, uh, and then, and then when I said with, I realized, okay, I got to pick another person oh, no. that he played music with. And I didn't know who the other person was. And so I was just like with, uh, um, do you still play music? <laughs> and, and I really didn't care. I really didn't care if he did. I had no, I had no real i had real no I, I didn't care if he played music right i just felt like i had to say something right, right. And, I, and i didn't know what to say and and i could tell that he was only responding for the same reason <laughs> and we both would have been happier if neither one of us had just said anything at all oh man you see yeah no that's yeah that's exactly how i would do it that's why i don't say anything unless it's someone i knew like like literally knew I don't yeah. say anything. Like if I see that person, it's like, oh yeah, you were in my whatever. Eh, I'll talk to you. Never. <laughs> yeah, I I love on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He calls it the stop and chat. I I <laughs> I hate the stop and chat when you feel like uh, another one. Here's another one. This is worse than the stop and chat. Oh no, is the red light. If you pull up to a red light and the person in the car next to you is somebody you know. It could be somebody that you see every day and you actually could carry on a conversation with. That makes it worse because then it's like you have to acknowledge that like, oh, hey, you know, we know each other. We're friends. This yeah. is nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Now what do I do with the rest of the 50 seconds that I've got to wait on the light to change now? You know, I just <laughs> I just stare ahead without making eye contact oh. or do we keep... Do we keep doing stuff from car to car like the whole time? Like, what do you do? That's that's when the head when that's when the head nod comes in. Just be like, "How you doing?" And that's it. <laughs> this is Crowbar Colonel Panic. In case you were curious, this Woo! is the new podcast. Uh, Josh and Bo and. Um, Let's see, this is episode zero, and oddly enough, it'll probably actually be episode one on your podcatcher, but I'm calling it episode zero because this is like, this is the introductory episode where we just talk about like, who the heck are we and what the heck is the purpose of this podcast? So uh, I guess, should, which which question should we start with? Who the heck are we or what the heck is the purpose of this podcast? Which do you think is... Uh, I guess we should say who we are. I mean, uh, at I like least we that. only have to do that once. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so I actually, oh, I set up a game for this. But um, before we get into the game, I guess we could start by just saying um, the categories that are most important to who we are, I guess, is our gaming background, our Linux background, our podcasting background, 
And we also want to talk about our, our gaming rigs, our gaming setup that we've got. Um, but I also have some like sort of like I have a deck of cards that is these are like podcast interview questions. Yeah, this sounds so fun. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. And it, 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 they're supposed to be for like experts of their field, you know, like <laughs> like if you're interviewing expert you're interviewing games. some like expert of like you know, he's he's the guru of, of yoga and you've just got <laughs> you know, you're dying to know more about it, then these are the questions that you ask. Um, I don't know that we're experts at anything, but we'll answer the questions anyway. We're so. something. Um, but I guess uh, just to give the general the generalization, my name is Bo, and this is Josh. Um, we're actually in two parts of the country, although we're in the same time zone. We're both on the East Coast. I'm in South Carolina. And um, this podcast is a spinoff of Mintcast, which is something that we do together. Mintcast, uh, the Linux Mint podcast. Do we say we're the official podcast of Linux Mint, or are we yeah, the unofficial? I'd say I think official. We're the official. I think it's on their website. The oh, that's official then. So yeah, that's what I'd say. So this, so what we could say is that this is the official, unofficial, <laughs> gaming podcast from the Mintcast official Linux Mint podcast. <laughs> now that's a mouthful. All right, so I'm gonna draw one of these. I'm gonna draw one of these cards. We need the who wants to be a millionaire music going on right now. <laughs> you may have to phone a friend or do the 50-50. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Josh. I'm scared. <laughs> this is a tough one. I can't believe this is the first card I drew. but uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's my freaking luck. <laughs> I'll answer it, too. I'll answer it, too. Um, what's one bad habit you're trying to get rid of? Oof. Oh. I, hmm. I know mine right, right away. And I'm and I'm ashamed to admit it. I'm ashamed that I'm ashamed to admit it. Uh, biting my nails. Oh I have, man! I've always had that habit, and I've always no. wanted to get rid of it. I, I I yep. I do the same thing. I uh, yeah. I I don't. I I think I might have used the nail clipper like twice in my life. Because <laughs> yeah, otherwise, really. I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I totally I, agree with you there. And, and you know, I always hear that it's like an anxiety thing. But I feel like I do it even when I'm not anxious. I think yeah, it's just I, same same here. Yeah. Um there was like one period of time where I kind of like I wasn't thinking about it a lot and I just kind of had real I just kind of realized one day like, "Oh man, I my nails are looking all right. Like I really haven't <laughs> been biting my nails lately." And I, I and um and so I thought, "Well, all right, keep this up. This could be it. You could finally get rid of the of the bad habit. You could finally do it." And so I um I just kind of tried to like not think about it, but that just made me think about it more. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I started. You just started get inside your own mind, and then it's like yeah. you're done. Oh yeah, I totally, totally do that to myself all the time. Oh man, bad habit. I okay. So for me, I would have to say McDonald's is my worst habit. It is Ooh. the most horrible thing for you. It is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But I love it so much. Oh, that it's so a, good. Uh... <laughs> Now that's one that I've recently beaten. Only oh, you're recently. so lucky. Now I still eat Burger King though. But okay, I... Burger King is is a step down from McDonald's. Okay, so well, <laughs> yeah, I would agree that it's a, I, but I don't think it's a big step. <laughs> okay, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Taco Bell, I ate a lot of Taco Bell. Oh, Taco and... Bell! Don't get me started on that. Okay, let me yeah, let me ta- rephrase my thing. Fast food in yeah. general. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, I'm there with you. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely have a fast food habit for well, sure. Well, it's it's just my my life is so 
crazy, like with everything I have to do and I'm constantly yeah. running that I, I don't want to come home at nine, 10 o'clock at night and cook for an hour. So yeah. I eat, yeah. I eat out. That's, that's just, that's just what my wife and I, that's what we do. But she always gets like salads and crap. So <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I can, I can definitely relate to that one. And it's for the same reason we had, a we had, a. Our thing lately is ordering is ordering pizza, but I guess that has a lot to do with the pandemic. When we were at uh, home yeah. a lot, we, we had to order pizza, but we did that tonight. I didn't feel like cooking. I knew I was doing this podcast, and we were just like, screw it. We're just going to order pizza. Yep. And you know what kills me the most about it is every month I'll look at the I'll look at my uh, my bank account, and I'll see all the charges for all the fast food, and I'm like, I could have spent a quarter of this on regular food and actually cooked it. Yeah. Uh, that kills me, but it's just the little payments. You don't notice them. It's like that eight dollar burger or whatever your your you know, or meal I should say, and it's like ah, oh, it's nothing. And then you know, thirty later, it's like holy crap, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I you know I found I found that for a family for for two people, eating out versus going to the grocery store and buying groceries to like cook meals, it's not dramatically different like it is for like a family of four. Or something True. like that. Yeah, if it's since it's just me and my wife, it's a little yeah, it's different. Yeah, it makes it a little it makes it a little better. I know that um my wife and I before we had a kid, we ate out almost every meal. Even if we would go to Moe's or Barberitos, like, oh I love uh, Moe's Mex type place. Yeah, we would do that a lot. And you know, it's like you know, it's like fifteen bucks or so, fifteen to twenty bucks max. Yep. And if you if you cook something, you'll have more food. So that's the thing is you could is you could eat more than just right. one time off of it. You'll probably make a a casserole or a dish or Ooh. something that you could go back to yeah. later. This is um, making me hungry, and I just <laughs> ate. <laughs> this this podcast is supposed to make you want to play games on Linux, not make you want to eat. Um, all right, what tech? I I did this one on ECN last week, but it's a good one, especially related to this uh, podcast. What technology do you wish existed? Oh man, mm. I I said um, like transporters, like they have in Star Trek. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Even if it were as, even if it were something that like you had to plan and go to, like taking an airplane ride, like it wasn't like in everybody's house, but right, it was just like you know instead of airport, you had to you go had somewhere to do it. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think that would be, that would be an amazing technology. Just because there's so many places that you know people want to travel to, and they, you know, like for example, I, I've I've been to um, France. Um, I, I got to go there for work, but um, the airfare there was outrageous. Oh wow! But once I got there, the the hotel stay was very similar to to places in the U.S. It wasn't that mm-hmm. expensive. It's just getting there. Now, that being said, I imagine trans th- I didn't think this through. I imagine transport transportation or whatever teleportation. <laughs> I imagine that is uh probably a pretty expensive endeavor as well. So it might yeah. be just as expensive as taking a plane ride. Or more but expensive. I'll also say <laughs> that it could be. Yeah, it could be more expensive just for the convenience alone. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, you know what? That's exactly how it would work. Now that we're talking <laughs> this through. Delta would have their airline so <laughs> that you could fly or at a more or like they'd have like, you know, above first class would be the teleport. No, wait, hold on. Hold there. on. Let's get this straight. It's going to be Elon Musk. OK, <laughs> forget <laughs> Delta. <true>. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. That is a good point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I, th- I I think it would. You're right. It would cost a premium. But 
Um, also, sitting on a plane for nine hours was also awful. So Yeah, yeah, I can totally imagine. I've been on a plane mm, twice in my life, and I never want to do it again. It's rough. So what technology do you wish existed? Oh, man. The immediate thing that came to my mind is, like, flying cars. Like, yeah, just for the, like, sheer awesomeness of it, but yours kind of negates that. I mean, it kind of does, and it kind of doesn't, because if it's really expensive like we were talking, then it doesn't negate it, because then you'd have flying cars as a supplement to that so you can get around smaller areas. It may not be as expensive as you think. Like, um, well, all right. It doesn't even exist, so it would be expensive. <laughs> Theoretically. It, yeah. But I just I'm just thinking about like electric cars. Like mm-hmm. I always thought that, well, one day we're gonna get electric cars and they're gonna be just outright it's gonna take twenty years before anybody can ever afford them. But then uh, you know you know, they're not the they're certainly not the cheapest cars, but they're, they're way cheaper grasp. than yeah, like I, they're way cheaper than I would have imagined. Especially if you, when if I was you get kid. them used, if you, you can find Teslas used for a quarter of the price that they are, and they're not even used yeah. like maybe two, three years, if that, and they still got like eight years left on their battery. Yeah, you seen the guy, uh, the guy that's like renegade uh, fixing up old total te- Teslas. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, video? I haven't seen the video, but actually, um, somebody was talking about it on another podcast today. But oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty interesting story because it's a. Uh, it's kind of like a right to repair kind of thing where like right. tes- Tesla due to safety regulations is n- they don't allow you to like replace certain parts. Right. But this guy's like, you know, that what does this do for the environment if all these cars are just going to eventually become abandoned because nobody can like fix right. up old Teslas. Um and so it's it's an don't interesting Don't get me started dilemma. on that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's it's pretty interesting uh it's it's there's a there's a Vice video about the, about the guy, but he also has a YouTube channel himself too, so um, it's a pretty interesting story. Um, so yeah, so that's who we are. I, and I'm sure we're gonna answer some more questions throughout the course of this episode, but that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a glance into who Josh and Bo is. And, um, this podcast, we've mentioned it a few times, but the, the goal is to be a gaming on Linux podcast. I think there's only one other one that I can think of. Yeah. It, th- there's one that's been around forever. Yeah. And, and it's just called like the Linux Gaming Podcast or something like that. It's got a real, yeah. it's got a real straightforward name, I think. Right. But they have been around forever. You're right. I mean, I remember listening to them like a long time ago. They've been around for a really long time. Um, they must be a very good show. Kind of what I'm interested in, and, and I, I wanted to talk about this in this episode and kind of get your opinion, flesh this out on the air. Um, but what I'm interested in is I really enjoy making a game work under Linux that was designed for Windows. Yep, I get that. And, and you and I always discuss that whenever we're doing Mintcast is our our week bi-weekly wanderings a lot of times covers like, you know, oh, I was trying to get WoW to work on Lutris and, you know, the new patches messed this up and you got to you gotta get Glorious Egg Rolls, new yep. Proton build. And, <laughs> and that's the new thing right now is Glorious Egg Rolls, yeah, Proton build. Like, like took over. <laughs> I'm going to get that guy. I'm going to get that guy on the show. I've oh, that'd be so arcs. awesome. Yeah, I followed I've followed his arch tutorial like six times now. So Oh wow. That's the kind of the side of Linux gaming that I'm really interested in, which I enjoy playing games too, but there's just something about there's just something about that process of hacking it to work on Linux that yep. that really excites me. It's like I, I, I'll be hacking away, getting the game working and whatever, testing this, trying that. I'll get the game working, I'll play for five minutes, I'll be like, eh, I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um what kinds of games do you do you normally play? Well, 
pretty much for the last, I'd say about 15 years, it's been primarily RPGs, but I used to be huge into Halo. Halo was my game. Oh, like, okay. I played every single one. I bought the first, the first Halo that came out for PC. I still have the disc. I still have it installed. It still works. That's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I played, so. uh, my wife and I, we, when we first met, we were doing, we were both, we were both members of a church that did like a Halo night for the youth group. And oh, no that way. was, uh, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't where we met, but that was like stuff. our earliest interactions was playing Halo against each other at a, at a church. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And I remember they would do like lock-ins where they would basically like, you know, like all the, all the, uh, all the, the, the teens or whatever would be yep. locked in the church. Yep. And, uh, I remember one night we played Halo and it was like, we had just gotten there and then we started playing Halo and, and then, and then we stopped playing Halo and it felt like 45 minutes passed. And then like we walk outside the church and the sun's up and it's like, what, <laughs> what the hell just happened? Oh man. Yep. <laughs> Where You're bringing back go? so many memories right now. Yep. I remember that exact same situation. Another another situation like that was um, Empire Earth. Have you ever played Empire Earth? I, you know, I think I have, but I'm not 100% sure. My friend is huge into, um, uh, what are they called, uh, strategy games. And what, what, would they, what would that be specifically called? Because it's a world uh, builder, R- isn't it? It's a RTS, real-time strategy. I'm not sure what they call it whenever... It, it's one of those ones that's like a. It goes through the different like ages. ages. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure my friend played, it and I'm sure I've played with him with with that. Even whenever I played it, it was it was older. Um, mm-hmm. it was just like a it was like a land party game. But I remember games of that going like all night. One time, oh yeah, I was working at Sonic, and I got off work, and I went to a coworker's house. We all started playing Empire Earth. Um, and you know, this was back whenever you played with your friends by bringing your PC to their house (laughs) and you all hooked up on the same land and, um, land cable's not long enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We had like a land box. We had a, uh, it was like a printer paper box that we had put like various links of cat five cable and, (laughs) and we had like a switch just dedicated for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I remember like still in my Sonic uniform, playing all night long and then you know i was off i was off work the next day so i was just like we're gonna play all night <laughs> and uh our thing was fresca we drank fresca i don't know why it's like to I've, this day i've never had that other than land parties <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I, I think leo was talking about that i've never heard of that before fresca yeah i don't know maybe it was like a counter-strike thing i don't know where this guy got fresca from but like we used to just <laughs> We would drink Fresca and play Counter-Strike and uh, Empire Earth all night long. That's great. But, like, even that time, I remember leaving his house, and, like, the school bus was picking up the neighbor kids, and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I've been here all night long. Those are the best <laughs> nights, though. Those those are, like, the ones you will always remember. Yeah. I don't feel like they happen like that anymore. I don't I don't feel I don't like... feel the same. I don't think, I mean, I, sorry, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, <laughs> think they happen. <laughs> I, I think the era of the land party is over. Like yep. I, I think there's there's no more of like not even like a land party like traditionally, like even just going over to someone's house and playing split screen is gone. It's all Oh yeah, online. that's way gone. It's yeah. All online. And that's yeah. so sad. Like I, I those were like some of the best times I ever had was me, my friend, a TV screen, split screen, stop looking at my screen. <laughs> <laughs> screen peeking, screen yeah. peeking. <laughs> Golden eye, man. That's oh, why you want. Golden that's why you're trying to get that N64 emulator working. Yes, you're trying to play oh, some Golden eye. Golden eye. Oh. 
<laughs> they have a I think they have a source version of uh of Goldeneye or they have some modern version. I'm sure of they do. I'm, pretty I'm sure. sure they do. But I want to do it the old fashioned way. Yeah, I think I think the thing that kind of killed that era though is like all the DRM stuff, which mm. this is a good conversation for two Linux nerds to have. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how much we hate DRM, but oh, don't get me um, started. <laughs> or do. Y- you know like like Star uh, Starcraft, even if you're playing it on land with somebody else, you still have to have an internet connection. I'm pretty sure. Ugh, I hate games like that. Oh, yeah, and I th- I think that's kind of what killed the land party is is that sort of philosophy coming yep. into the gaming industry. And it, yep, you know it's it's a uh, I guess it's a double edged sword. They they feel like they're protecting their property because you know I'm not gonna lie I I don't. Back in the LAN party days, you needed everybody to have the same game. Yep. And so someone would buy the game, and then you'd install it on everybody's computer in a lot of cases. Yep. And so, you know, nine people are playing this game, and, you know, one or two people bought a copy. So, I mean, I yep. totally get that. But also, I played a lot of games I never would have heard of or been interested in if it wasn't for that LAN party. Right. It, it's, it's, it's kind of a give and take in a lot of ways. and Depends on how many people take versus give. <laughs> well, that well, that's true. And if if... If you can't find another revenue source, like, right. you know, I've, I've played in a lot of bands and I can tell you from, from the, the bands I've played in, we didn't make any money off of the music because when, by the time I started playing music, everybody was download. I got into music because of downloading music, you right. know? So that was like the culture I entered the world into. Yep. And, um, so, you know. People went through other, you know, they would sell T-shirts or they would sell, you know, Merch. something, you know, that's <laughs> yep. the reason why records and cassettes, I have a ton of cassettes. I bought a cassette uh, just the other day from a band. I don't even have a cassette player, but it's just, <laughs> it's just an item. It's something physical that I could buy that represented like my fandom for this band. Right. And like, why can't the gaming industry, why couldn't they have took a similar route where like, like, yeah, sure. You can get the game, you can play it on your land with all your buddies and that sort of stuff, but uh you know, we're throwing in you know in order to get special skins or or some sort of special product, maybe they they do sell something physical that somehow is connected to the game. Right. Um like they could have found another avenue to make money. Other industries face the exact same problem and yep. found solutions is what I'm yep. saying. Hey, even Microsoft lets you install Windows now and you can use it for free forever, I mean until they shut it off if they do. And there's no problem, you know, even before you could do it. I mean, it would shut off your Internet connection, but you could do it and just keep reinstalling it. You know, there was ways around things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, they've they found other ways to, you know, Microsoft makes money through other nefarious ways. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into the Microsoft yet. That's that, that that's for another episode. <laughs> um, my my uh, gaming background is uh, is. Like we talked about the the MMOs, I, I had a, or I or the land parties. I had a huge land party. Um, I I loved uh, Counter Strike, but eventually World of Warcraft came out, and our Counter Strike land parties would just slowly turn into everybody would get bored and just start playing WoW. <laughs> <laughs> it, and and then that felt weird because then you're playing a game that you could all be playing separately at your houses and you just happen to be in the same room, but there's no benefit right. or anything to being in the same room. Actually, it's probably a less benefit because you're all on the same network and you're all trying to vow for the time on that's the network. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You're all bidding you're all bidding for the same time <laughs> on the network. Um and uh but once I once I fell in love with MMOs, I really got bit by that bug and I think only recently, like for 
for a decade now, I've I've almost solely played um, MMOs. Lots of different ones. I really like uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, um, Elder Scrolls Online, and uh, there's a, a few others. I've I've tried out I've tried out almost every MMO when they come out, and you know I think any any MMO fan listening right now would understand when I say that like we're in like an extreme drought. Mm. Um, there there hasn't been a good there hasn't been any good innovation in that genre for a long time. What about loot boxes? <laughs> yeah i've you know i've never bought an eso loot box eso has I, the loot boxes i've uh, never done it i've never bought a loot box ever like i think that is the scummiest most vile thing <laughs> in the whole gaming industry well the craziest thing is whenever they are like obviously targeting kids some oh, games yeah. have like a whole loot box system that's just basically teaching kids to gamble right yeah, totally. oh yeah oh yeah 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 no yeah. that's that doesn't fly with me <laughs> What about um so this is similar to loot boxes and it's actually the next bullet point I had was um I also play card games both in the video game world and in real life I play a lot of physical card games um I've been playing Magic since the 90s and so uh, Magic the Gathering Arena the uh the PC version of the game you buy you buy booster packs mm-hmm. which is you know the it's the you in real life you do the same thing you buy a booster right. in in at Walmart at the checkout <laughs> right exactly <laughs> And so it's essentially it's it's a loot box, right? So did oh, the I think okay. the TCG industry kind of they kind of started the loot I'll, the loot box. I'll go with you on that. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Crap, I've been oh, now now you got me all annoyed because <laughs> I've been doing it my entire <laughs> life and I didn't even know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the uh you know, I think the chances of you buying a Magic the Gathering Arena uh booster and getting an Oko or something. I don't even know. I haven't played the the current set, but it's probably more likely than some of the stuff they advertise in these loot boxes. Some of some of these loot crate style things are like absurdly, like absurdly hard to get and just, you know, astronomically nearly impossible. And people spend so much money just trying to get some mm-hmm. weird item. And that's the sort of yep. thing that that I have a t- distaste for. Yep. Oh, yeah. No. There's been so many games with that kind of stuff and I just I just don't do it. I will yeah. literally buy the base of the game, like like even Elder Scrolls. I bought the twenty dollar, you know, pack or whatever, whatever the, the you know initial thing was for twenty dollars, and that's it. That's yeah. all I've ever bought. <laughs> I didn't spend another dime on it. Do you do the uh, Elder Scrolls uh, monthly subscription? Nope, I didn't do that. That I that I would only because I've done. I, I'm I was a big RuneScape player back in the nineties, and then oh, wow, into okay. the two thousands. And uh, that I did pay for, but that that game you you went from like a third of the game or a fourth of the game to the rest of it. Like that's how how much you got for it was like five dollars a month. You know, I want I want to talk about. I think um, behind the scenes we've been talking about what we want our first like full episode to be, um, what game we're going to talk about, and we might talk about ESO, but but you we should talk about the subscription model um, yeah. whenever we do that episode because. Um, you get the gist of it is you get access to all of the um paid dungeons and okay. like the paid content the monthly fee gives you access to all of that as long as your scri- subscription is active right and so it actually works out mm-hmm. to be a pretty good deal and it's not the extra content that you could buy separately or pay the monthly fee but anyway um so yeah i i mostly like these days i mostly play mmos this podcast has sparked my interest into some other games, especially like uh, single player and indie games. Um, 
I'm hoping that as we do more episodes of this podcast, it'll be an excuse to review some of the some of the indie single player title single player titles on on Steam. Yeah, I agree with that. I love the indies. What kind of game? So you said you're mostly playing RPGs. What is there like a particular RPG you're playing right now? Um. Well, I was playing um Dragon Age Inquisition for a little while, and I I finally beat that that was like it's from from like 2014 (laughs) i just never got around to beating it and i'm just like you know what i'm gonna take my time and i'm gonna go through this thing i'm gonna enjoy it and i'm gonna beat the thing (laughs) i finally (laughs) did but uh yeah that's i've been playing that and then i play um kingdom come deliverance that's like that's right yeah yeah that's like a really like a real life like you know simulator kind of situation where it's yeah. got to manage everything, and uh, I, I use some mods because I can't stand some of the management. But <laughs> I can't. I those games. I I really enjoy them, but I can never get. It's kind of like what you were saying with Dragon Age. I can never get all the way through them because I get too sidetracked. Yeah, on the the side quest stuff. But you have to do that because if you just barrel straight through a lot of the a lot of those games, you just barrel straight through the main storyline. You end up getting stuck somewhere because yep. you've not done enough on the side. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like okay. So my wife is like she was never into games, and then I got her into playing um, Dragon oh, that's Age. That's awesome. And she like really loved Dragon Age Inquisition and all that. But then she when she played Inquisition, she really wanted to play the first game, but she didn't like the controls. So I played it, and she. Oh, let me see. Let me. I, no, actually, I think she did get through it by herself. I think she actually did get through it. And, oh, that's right. She played it, but then I fought the like the bosses because she, she didn't like the controls. And we got yeah. all the way to the end, the final boss, and we cannot beat it. There's, there's like, no wow. way. It's just impossible. I've tried everything. I mean, I say that now, and I'll probably go back to it, you know, tomorrow and beat it. But <laughs> that always happens to me. <laughs> but, yeah. You should you should ask her if she was to ever do, if she was to ever do hypothetically speaking, not saying that she would actually know anybody that that could make this happen, but if she were to ever do say a Linux gaming podcast episode, <laughs> what game might she be willing to talk about? Um, we should uh, we should see if she wants to wants to do one with us. She sometime. could talk your ear off about Skyrim. She is in love with Skyrim. Oh, okay. She she <laughs> has played. Over three thousand hours of Skyrim. Wow, I, um, I've played. I played Skyrim. I don't. I. I definitely didn't put three thousand hours into she, it. She. She loves um, it. She loves modding it. She. She's like. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So that's written in stone. Then. Uh, maybe that's episode two. <laughs> we'll uh, see. We're, we're it's going to take some convincing episode. that 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 might be that might be like episode like thirty. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's not keen on <laughs> talking. <laughs> I mean, in person, yes, but on here, she might be a little a uh, little wary. Um, so my son and I will play um uh, World of Warcraft together. Although I I have not I don't have I don't currently have a WoW subscription, and he's been wanting to watch me play. And I tried to get him to watch me play other games, but he can tell that it's not WoW. And I think I'm gonna have to install WoW just just to <laughs> just to appease him. <laughs> I I have never actually played WoW ever. Oh really? Yep. Never. Not a single time. I was on the RuneScape wagon, and I was like, no WoW, no WoW for me. That's like that's like the Antichrist. <laughs> huh. I I want to do I want to do like an MMO episode maybe or or. 
I, I, but I'll just go ahead and we should do an episode on this topic. We should do an episode on MMOs on Linux. There's actually some MMOs that are native to Linux. To Linux, right? Um, there's a few that's been around for a long time. Um, but uh, World of Warcraft in particular has always ran pretty well. I remember my first, um, one of my early, early installations of Linux was uh, Fedora, and I don't remember what version it was, but I remember even on that arc, like ancient version of of fedora (laughs) i was able to get some ancient version of world of warcraft to run (laughs) it's it's always been possible you used to have to run it in OpenGL. um now thanks to uh lutris and um uh dxvk um, and proton there's other ways to run the game much better than just having to rely on OpenGL. um but it's always been playable on linux in some form yeah. That being said, I don't think <clears throat> I would tell somebody to get into that game today. I just don't. I I I think the time has passed on WoW. Um, and maybe that's a controversial topic. Maybe it's not <laughs> as controversial as I think it is. Um, I know Leo is a big a big WoW player. So when we when we do this topic on an episode, we need to get Leo to yeah, come on. Yeah, most definitely. But while I still play from time to time, I can't imagine being a new player stepping into it. It just seems like there's just too like there's so much. Yeah, there's just yeah. so much. Yeah, so that's definitely a topic for a later episode. Um, I'll I'll have to yeah I'll have to install it and actually like give you the the first person's view of like yeah playing the game for the first time. Like I know it sounds crazy that I've never actually played it, but I really have never played it. <laughs> I I'd, I'd be willing to do that. We need to we need to figure out what our next episode needs to be. And um, here's my envisionment for what this this show could be is um we sort of pick a game or a genre maybe we pick we pick something right i think i think it would be nice to do a, a single game each right. each episode that way we can kind of dedicate time to one thing right and we'll be able to relate yeah um and uh we talk about installing the game getting it to run on linux you know the different options you may have right um and then, you know, we talk about the performance of it, how, how things, you know, went for us, what, you know, maybe there's something with my system, a, a kernel version or, or, you know, something that's different with me that's different that, you know, you had a different experience and, and we kind of discussed that sort of thing. But then we also discussed the game and discuss, you know, like, uh, like the things we were, we were just now alluding to with, uh, the mechanics of the game and is it good for new players and, um, you know, the, just the different topics surrounding that particular game. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of a review but it's a review from the perspective of somebody who is going to be installing and playing on Linux. And that's sort of the, the gist I, I had. And then, and then also we would, you know, each episode we'd also interject with a little bit of news and, and topics yeah. and that sort of thing. That sounds good. That definitely sounds good. I like that kind of flow. Yeah. I was, th- I was thinking about the news too. Like I, we definitely should add some kind of news stuff in like, not like a whole ton of time on it, but like definitely something. Yeah. I think, um, I think with news, I want to. I think where like where the Linux community and the gaming community kind of intersect, right? Um, so there probably wouldn't be a whole lot of gaming news that was not somehow related to Linux, um, and there wouldn't be a lot of Linux news that wasn't somehow related to gaming. So sprinkled with a few, like I'll give you one example. I, uh, I I've been looking at news every day, thinking about what the show notes for this show might look like once we get to that point. And, and so every day I've, I've been, I have a certain number of news sites that I just go to anyway. 
And I saw an article about some company that was teaching pigs to play games. <laughs> um, they they had set up these little like Joey sticks and and buttons in this little arcade, and this pig could play this game. And while that does not intersect with Linux or <laughs> and it and it, it tangentially with gaming, um, I think that could be kind of a, 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 a the type of story we might could sprinkle in. But I think I think the bulk of our uh, topic should be, um, you know. Uh, there's also been some recent news about um, NVIDIA drivers and graphics cards. And, and right. um, NVIDIA is going to be intentionally making it harder to mine to oh, mine yeah, uh, cryptocurrencies. Yeah. I just saw that the other day. I'm like, yes! <laughs> to try to solve the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the market for graphics cards um, and the absurdity that it's been for oh, the last couple of years. Don't talk to me about so. it. <laughs> That would, you know, that would be the type of topic that we would try to focus on. Is something that is um, that intersects between Linux and gaming. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's a pretty good. I think that's a pretty good mix, and I, I hope that people will be excited to hear more episodes. Um, how long have you been using Linux? Well, I think the first time I ever used Linux at all was in 2010. I installed Ubuntu on my um, MacBook Pro. And okay. I, I, it was secondary. It was a secondary operating system. I didn't really use it that much until I installed Linux Mint in 2015. And from then on, I was hooked. I mean, I still used Windows for gaming for the most part, but everything else mm-hmm. was pretty much Linux. Yeah. You know, I, um, I installed, so I, right now I don't have a Windows box in the house, but, uh, usually there's one Windows machine in the house, usually my wife's computer. I usually have one just in case there's like some odd thing that I need to do on windows. But for the most part for, I'd say for the last like five years or so I've been, I've been nothing but Linux. Um, and then even before that I was always kind of like, you know, dual booting or just experimenting with Linux. I've always been a fan, even though I, I wasn't a full timer yet. Um, but I think, um, my father, my father is an IT professional. He's, He's um in the same industry that I am and I think I built a computer out of parts that was in his garage and I didn't actually install Fedora on it but the hard drive that I used actually just had Fedora already installed on mm-hmm. it and so um and that was that was one of the that was like the first PC I'd ever built for myself and when I say built I literally just like Legos like just <laughs> you know I just found stuff in the garage that good. fit this together This looks good <laughs> <laughs> I was I was lucky enough to grow up in that. I mean, I remember like being a kid and computer cases used to like um like now you you slide the side off. Mm-hmm. Old computer cases the whole top like a like a you know like, like both sides out. and the top would slid off. Yeah. Like I remember being a kid and like like playing in those things, like sliding in and out of them and stuff. <laughs> um I was lucky to grow up in that or or maybe in some ways unlucky. I don't know. It probably wasn't the safest environment, but <laughs> it definitely led me into the career path that that I'm in now, so I guess I was lucky for it. But yeah. um, it was years later at one of those LAN parties um, that uh, a buddy of mine had gotten into Ubuntu, and I actually went to like a real install party where you know we had you, we went to somebody's house, we ordered pizza, we had refreshments, and we passed around an Ubuntu disk and installed Ubuntu on all of our on all of our PCs. That just sounds like so much fun. Like I never experienced one of those, but that sounds like so much fun. I can't believe that I actually I must have been to one of the last ones because it it kind of fell out of style 
not long after that. So I feel pretty lucky that I actually go to I actually got to attend a real install party. That was the same group of people that I was playing games with and so, you know, we were trying to run games in virtual machines and in wine and you know we were right. getting at that time we were getting awful performance and so <laughs> you know we ended up all just giving up and going back to windows but um i've always been really interested in the linux community and just i know that you know i talked about playing music earlier and yeah i always grew up around computers but i've also always been like a punk rocker like i, I you know i've played in metal bands i've always listened to like uh you know, you know punk punk and hardcore music and to me, Linux was like that perfect intersection of like, you know, it's like the punk rock side of the IT industry. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, right. it's just, it just has such a like, you know, I rebel. don't know. It's just, yeah, it's like the rebel. They're the yep. re- There's no, there's no Bill Gates. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just being, it's being built by the people that use it. And it just has this whole like indie, you know, feel to it. I just always love that about, about Linux. It's, it's it's uh that's that's why I've always been so passionate about it. It's, it's because of that intersection right there. We know each other because of Mintcast. Um, so just to give some of our our podcast background, is Mintcast your first podcast? Yeah, yep. Mintcast was my first ever podcast. Like, I I'm deathly afraid of like speaking in public, and yeah. I was so so like apprehensive about even trying to ask to be on the podcast but i loved mintcast so much for so long that i was like you know what i gotta give back to the community and i've used linux for so long that i'm like i just want to give back and i love that and i was just like this is my chance and i'm just gonna do it and now i'm hooked i love podcasting <laughs> that is awesome that's really cool yeah i i started podcasting it's i'm almost ashamed to say because none of it's amounted to anything honestly the <laughs> The biggest thing that I've, the biggest project I've been involved with as far as just sheer downloads is, is Mintcast. I started a podcast called Electric City Nerds. I still do that podcast. Uh, we just did an episode last week, posted it yesterday. And, and, I, and, I, and I love doing that podcast, but I can't really say that I've done that show for 12 years because it is so different today than even, I mean, I think we change, I think we kind of change formats almost every three years. I mean, it's just, uh, it started out as just kind of like, I just wanted to do a podcast. I didn't care what it was about. I just, I just wanted to, to do this thing. And we were like trying to mimic, you know, talk radio and like morning show, that kind of thing. Um, and then after a while I realized that that's not why people listen to podcasts. And so <laughs> we started doing something a little more natural and it's been a bunch of different things over the years. Well, uh, what else do we need to do before? We, is there any decisions? What decisions do we need to make before we end this episode? Oh boy. Um. Well, uh, one thing we still got to talk about is our rigs. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You're no, right. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but um, um. Yeah. Did you want to do that now, or did you want to figure out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. what? Uh, tell me about your. Tell me about your gaming PC. All right. So I have a Ryzen five processor, the uh, twenty six hundred non X. Um. I have. The let's see here, the GTX sixteen fifty super, not the fastest graphics card, and this is what I really regret is I built this system last no sorry <laughs> like twenty twenty never happened um <laughs> and in nineteen in twenty nineteen I, I built this system and the graphics cards were plentiful everything was great and I was like I've got a lot of money so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this on the cheap I'm gonna do this on the cheap so I'm like oh, I'll get a 1650 super 
Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. And then the graphics cards went away. And now oh, I man. really, really regret not getting at least even the 1660. Like, yeah. I'm just, I kick myself every day because I'm like, you know what? Every single game I have would play over 60 frames per second with full graphics on. No problem if I had just spent a little more money. <laughs> yeah, I I feel you, man. I, I, I want to upgrade my graphics card too right now. And... uh it's just impossible right now. Mm, yeah. Unless it's not impossible. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would never play uh, even if I had the money I wouldn't pay the scalper fees because that just that just gives them reason to do it. No, that's how I feel about the PlayStation 5 too. I want to oh, get a PlayStation 5, but yeah. I'm not buying it from a scalper. No. Um I have the Ryzen 7 1700X. What motherboard do I have? I have the the X370 SLI. Um, it's by MSI. I always buy MSI motherboards. Now, why is that? It's just a brand loyalty thing, man. I got okay. no reason for it. It's just okay. the first PC I built with my own money was MSI, and ever since then, I've just been on the MSI train, man. Just curious um, because I, I never stick to any brand. I just get whatever yeah. is is you know decent and had good reviews. Well, I always hated Asus. I always ah. I always criticized Asus. I remember my uh, my land party friends. We always made fun of Asus <laughs> products, and then I when I worked at Geek Squad, um, and also just since then, reading, watching reviews, and 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 thing, different things on YouTube, I think I was way wrong. I think Asus. I think Asus is a decent brand, and yeah. a lot of a lot of people use them. And so I don't know. I've learned to kind of distrust the brand loyalty thing. A lot of times. Almost every brand has good and bad products, mm-hmm. just depending on the range that you purchase yep. in. I had an I had an Asus motherboard for eight years, overclocked, um, with yeah. my CPU overclocked. Never had a problem. I love that thing. That yeah. was one of my favorite motherboards I ever owned. And and I think that's really the way it is. I mean, it. I really think that there's there's good and bad in every brand, and and it's hard to have any sort of loyalty. You know, for one thing, is whenever you really get down to the, the nitty gritty, there's only so many companies that make microcontrollers. Yeah, there's so many companies that make yep. all these parts. It's really hard to say. You got to watch reviews. Yeah. Um, where's my RAM? Does this tell me what kind? Oh yeah, so I, I didn't have, say uh, that either. <laughs> Kingston RAM. I just upgraded my RAM. I have 32 gigs, which is absurd. Oh, that's so which is nice. absurd. <laughs> I had eight gigs me... until last year. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, 2019. Wow. <laughs> I, I had 16. I had 16 gigs. I'll tell you what happened. I don't need 32 gigs. I had 16 gigs of RAM, and I was having all these weird crashes and stuff. And I thought, all right, it was Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. I would launch Elder Scrolls, and it would go to the login screen, and it would just freeze. Hmm. And I thought, well, it must be Proton. It must be the fact that I'm running a Windows game through Proton, on Linux. Right, that sounds reasonable. That happens a lot. Yeah, and so and, and at that time I was playing ESO a lot, and um, I had I was playing with some coworkers, and you know I was really kind of feeling the pressure to uh, you know get this working so I could log in more often, and so because uh, it was like a crapshoot, like I would launch the game. And then it would freeze, and I'd close it, relaunch it. It would freeze, close it, relaunch it. It would freeze. I would do that like seven or eight times, and then bam, it would work. You know, so it was like, it, it was it was just completely unpredictable. And so, um, eventually, I just I gave in. And I said, well, you know what? I got I got a spare hard drive. I'm going to install Windows on that hard drive, and I'm going to dual boot, and you know that way I can play ESO. Um, I did it. Launch ESO. It freezes. <laughs> oh, that's got to be the worst feeling ever. 
Yeah, and so I'm like, so it's well, it's it's kind of mixed emotions because then because then I go back to my friends who's been ragging me about trying to play this game on on <laughs> Linux, and I say, see, told you it wasn't Linux, it's some <laughs> other problem, and they're like, okay, well, you know, you need to fix your shit then, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I I guess I do have to do that now, don't I? Um, and so I it hit me right at the right time where we had like a little a little bonus at work, and I. And I saw a good deal on Amazon, and I w- I felt like the problem was either my hard drive or my RAM, and I wasn't sure which one. So I went ahead and just upgraded both. <laughs> hey, well, that, that works. <laughs> you got two things out of that. <laughs> so I don't know what, I don't know which one solved the problem, but the game no longer uh, freezes whenever I launch. Oh, see, now that would bug the crap out of me. I would, I would get both of them, but I would like replace one thing and then test it and see how it works, and then go to the other thing. I, I I have to know what's wrong. (laughs) Well, you know what's funny is, you know what's funny is, uh, uh, if you're a Mintcast listener, a while back I talked about how I blew my wife's computer up, (laughs) and um. I, I I fixed that computer and I put my old hard drive in it and it's going to go to my, I'm giving it to my co-host of uh, Electric City Nerds and uh, we'll find out if that hard drive is bad. Because <laughs> if he has the same problem, we'll know that's why. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, motherboard processor and RAM and then uh, my graphics card is actually a 1060, um, an NVIDIA 1060 um, it's, but it's, it's the six gig model. Um, so it was the bigger, it was the bigger right. model over the four gig. And I got lucky there too, because I actually bought that. Um, I actually, I, I bought that and I must've caught a manager on like a really good day because I was, um, I had a, I had like a coupon for lack of a better word. I don't know what it's really called, but I had like a coupon code kind a of promo. deal, um, for a four gig. And they were out of the four gig, and so he took the same amount off the six gig, even though it didn't technically oh. qualify. So I got a pretty good deal on the on the. Yeah, on that the sounds card. good. Yeah, and, and now they'd probably charge me twice as much because uh-huh. it, it mines Ethereum or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my my graphics card um, buying was not so smooth. I actually ordered the sixteen fifty super on eBay, mm. and they sent me a sixteen fifty. Oh my gosh! So then, and it was a really good deal. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever, I'll, I'll get the money back. So I got the money back, and then I went online, and like all the prices went like from it was it was like a one eighty. Then I then I saw it go up to like two twenty and two thirty. So I had to pay like two twenty for my for my sixteen fifty super after like a week because all the sales went off. I was like, oh, oh man. That's that. yeah, freaking that eBay scammers. I hate eBay. I don't know why I use them, but I do, and I, I freaking regret it every time. How about um, this would be a fun video to do if we order one of these cheap graphics cards <laughs> off a of Wish. You <laughs> oh see my the, gosh, the Wish freaking Linus, Linus Tech Tips always does that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. So you order a card, and it and it's advertised as one card. It look it says it's one card. And then you look at CPU-Z or something, it says it's some. It says it's the correct card. Right. But then they they look in the BIOS or something? How do they, they figure out that yeah, it's actually yeah, yeah. It's, some it, other card? They look, in, they look in the BIOS and they and they see that it's not, it's definitely not. Or they'll look, or they'll look on the <laughs> card and they'll see like something on, written on the card that's like not right. <laughs> then they'll play a game and they'll be like, yeah, no, this is not. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Oh man, because because it's always something absurd. Like you get like a, 
You get like a 1060 for yep. like $25 or something. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 30-year-old graphics card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so uh, what what other logistics do we need to figure out? Oh, man. Well, I, I guess we need to figure out like, you know, like when we're going to put the show out. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like like the schedule, I guess. I, I guess. But... Yeah. I think I think we should do the show bi-weekly at least for now. Right. Like not not weekly just because I'm Well, we afraid. need time. We need time in between the shows if we especially if we're going to do games. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think we need time in between the shows to try things out. Even 2 weeks is kind of pressing it. Yeah. Um right. but I think it but I think it would work though. We could we could almost do it like um like Leo does on the uh, on his other show. I can't think of the name of it now. Um Full Circle no 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 the uh his other podcast linux user podcast yeah yeah linux user space yeah where they do the distro challenge for like a whole month but we could do like a game not a challenge but like a game thing and we'll do it for a month and like the the second episode of the month or yeah the second episode of the month can be like something else that's a really good that's a really good idea that's a really good idea so if we pick a game for the month we, we play that game for a month we still release two episodes but um you know, we're but one of them focuses on the game, and the other one focuses on something else, like whatever we could pick, whatever. Okay, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. I like that. Thank Leo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I like that. Uh, we're gonna keep that. So um, I'm gonna make a note. Um, we're gonna call it um, Linux user space style. <laughs> <laughs> if people are hearing this particular episode right now, that means we figured out the podcast section, but. <laughs> Um, I still have to make the the podcast art and actually like upload it somewhere so people can download it. Um, and then uh, we've got the YouTube channel, and I think with those things in place, we kind of start there and then build off of that. But yeah, and we can could we could we like do like separate videos like like let's say like a YouTube video of showing how to install a specific game or something like that or. Or whatever, yeah. like like little mini things, like in between maybe if I got time yeah, or I you would, got time or whatever. I would love that. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about doing. Uh, I've always said I wanted to do more live streams, but I, I just I struggle with it because I'm not. I had I struggle with live streaming playing a game because I just feel like I don't know enough about the game itself. Yep, I agree with you there. It's the same like even with like Linux. I've always wanted to do like like a live stream of of something I'm doing like like setting up my matrix server like do that but yeah, but I yeah. would I would spend so much time reading or listening to another person talking because I'm following a guide that I I feel yeah. like it would be so boring, you know. I'm not like I don't know yeah. enough to be less like type 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 type. Oh, this is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing now, you know. What if I I learned to do something like uh um say for example well i've already got elder scrolls installed for the next episode but right um say we did magic the gathering arena or something mm-hmm. i would learn how best to install it and then remove it and then live stream <laughs> installing it maybe yeah, or that works or live stream the entire thing but then cut up cut it up and make a video out of just the appropriate parts i, right. I don't know right i see what but you're saying i think there's ways to do it i think there's ways to do it if we really get creative with it but yeah i would love to do stuff like that for sure yeah i've always wanted to get into that like with the, like even with just linux mint like showing people how to install it with certain file systems or something like that you know like like not non-traditional yeah way of installing it or something like that i've always wanted to get into that so i can show people other ways you don't just hit next 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 you know 
Uh, we got to figure out how to close it out. Um, tune in next so, week now. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week. Uh, so, yeah, so I don't know when this is going to go up. Um, I'm sure that we're going to talk about this on Sunday's Mintcast and, uh, and and hype hype it up. Yeah, we got to get some hype going. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I saw that someone someone's already asked about one person's already asked about it, and uh, we've got yeah. one subscriber on our YouTube channel. Woo! So <laughs> we're moving we're moving up in this world. <laughs> um, so I will have this uh, edited and posted onto um, all the podcatchers and and on YouTube. All right, well, um, so however you're listening to this now, just stay tuned, and there'll be another episode sh- shortly. So we really appreciate it, and we'll see you then. Yep, see you next time.